0: An entitled Karen comes into our restaurant demanding food that we don't offer. And when she gets food that she doesn't like, she freaks out and storms into the kitchen to give me a piece of her mind. And I honestly could not be more shocked. Here's what happened. So for context, I had fairly recently started working as a server and I wasn't fully familiar with our menu. And this was my first time dealing with an insane customer. Luckily, I have some pretty thick skin and it didn't get to me for the most part. But it was crazy to experience how wacky some people can act. I was working the 11 to 5 shift, and the 10 to 3 server had just left, and the 3 to whenever server hadn't arrived yet. So it was just me in the front, as well as the two cooks in the back. The restaurant was empty after the lunch rush when the phone rang. I answered with my typical greeting, and the lady on the other line immediately cut me off, telling me her order that she wanted. But I needed to know if this was a to-go order before I could enter the food items in our system. As I started to ask if it would be a dine-in or take-out situation, She cuts me off again and says, we'll be there in like five minutes, just have it ready, and very promptly hangs up on me. I think to myself, great, whatever she ordered wasn't going to be ready in five minutes, but I put it in anyways. But even better still, nothing she ordered was on the menu, which is one of those situations where you think, oh well, when she shows up we'll figure it out when she gets here. And sure enough, five minutes later, in she struts, with her sheepish boyfriend in tow. She plops down in a booth and kicks off her shoes and kicks her bare feet up. I walk over with a smile and two menus, and she yells at me that she doesn't need a menu. She just ordered on the phone. I let her know that we don't actually offer burritos because this is a burger place. And when I said that, she looks at me and says, well, then what do you offer then? I tried to answer that question by handing her a menu, but she rejects it again. Do y'all have tacos? I say, no, but we do have barbecue chicken quesadilla. Do you want to try that? She looks at me in annoyance and says, fine, whatever. The sheepish boyfriend had taken a menu and decided to order a Caesar chicken salad. I go to the back and I start making the salad and I can hear her on her phone loudly complaining about me and calling me all kinds of vile things. Their food comes out and she takes one bite and spits it out in front of us. She starts screaming, why is there barbecue on this? By now, the general manager was aware of what was going on so he went out there to try and handle the situation. He comes back into the kitchen with a case quesad- of to make a new one without barbecue. And what happens next absolutely blew my mind as this entitled Karen crossed a line I never expected. Seconds later, the lady bursts into the kitchen and actually said, actually, I don't even want it anymore. She then turns to me and starts to scream at me about how she was a server once and decided to give me some advice about how to do my job. Mind you, she went back into the kitchen to try and give me this advice. But I just looked at her with a sweet smile And thanked her for the advice She then stormed out of the restaurant Her sheepish boyfriend stayed to finish his salad And came up to the register to pay He said to me, I'm very sorry And left a great tip for me on his way out Which may be the only good thing That came out of this interaction What an absolute weirdo This lady not only calls in trying to secure her order Which by the way, that's very strange For a sit down restaurant But she also comes in and kicks her shoes off And puts her bare feet on the table That alone is absolutely disgusting And unfortunately, it's not that crazy to assume that that could happen, especially when you consider that this lady is a server and she sees weird entitled Karens like this all the time. It's almost like this lady just did not know where she was in the slightest. She not only did not know what was on the menu, but she also freaked out when there was barbecue chicken on her quesadilla, despite the fact that she's like, yes, I'll have that. I mean, at that point, you just got to get a grip, in my opinion. So hopefully, if anything, the boyfriend in this situation can come to his senses and see exactly who he's dating because it sounds like he's conditioned to the way she acts on a daily basis and hopefully he can see through these temper tantrums and find somebody who won't embarrass him in public. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out linked down below in the description. I ghosted my ex-boyfriend because I was tired of his lazy attitude and his lack of motivation in life and now after so long, he sends me an email demanding to know why I ghosted him and I honestly don't know what to do. So I'm a 40-year-old female and I used to date a man by the name of Mickey. That's not his real name. This was a long time ago and he used to be my lifelong crush. I was super happy to find out that we had excellent rapport. Our conversations were deep. He showed me a very loving and compassionate side that was completely separate from the shallow jock I remember that he was. So needless to say, we go really far back. We would talk every day. Personal meetings were very fulfilling. I love that he seems super down to earth. Back then, I was still trying to get my goals off the ground. Because he had unfulfilled ambitions and this was eating him up, I told him that he needed to get back on the horse and keep fighting. Whenever he asked for advice, I helped him out. For some context, he got fired from two of his dream jobs and he basically lost everything. Eventually, I began to notice that he was incredibly lazy and was unwilling to do anything out of his comfort zone. I mean, he refused to learn any new skills and he simply refused to do anything to try and build his resume up in any any way, shape, or form. It simply did not interest him. I encouraged him to update his certification, and he promised to produce the certificate after he said he was certified. But in the end, that never happened, and he just ended up giving me a very vague explanation that led me to believe that the certificate in question wasn't even issued to him. Eventually, he stopped getting in touch. I can't say I was hurt or that I cried, but I was honestly mortified. At that point, I felt like I would just been played. His subsequent calls were only to ask for favors at that point. And that really upset me. I didn't do anything that he asked because it made no sense after months of low contact with him. I took a long hard look at our relationship and I forced myself to understand that he had unhealthy patterns. His last two ex-girlfriends had very serious mental health conditions. They were both diagnosed with schizophrenia and had psychotic episodes. One also had bipolar disorder. He expressed satisfaction during one of our last conversations on how he relied on female friends just to get stuff done for him. He even admitted that he recruited his female contacts to verbally attack an ex-girlfriend on Facebook and to eventually have her profile basically deleted. And this brought me back to really think about his ex-girlfriends. And I felt that quite possibly, he would only try to get with them or be around them for his own benefit. For example, one was very wealthy and lived in opulence, but he eventually had to move to his own place when they broke up. And another one let him move in after he lost his second best job and she just lives on a good pension. It really seemed like he was targeting vulnerable women just for his own gain. He then sent me an urgent text message stating that he needed my help right away. He was about to go into a job interview and apparently he needed coaching to try and write his resume, but I wasn't up for it. So I sent him a link with instructions which he complained were too complicated. And in return with him acting like a spoiled child, I ghosted him completely. He called, and after ignoring his call, I decided just to call him back and decline his request and just get it over with. He didn't even take my call, but wrote me back that he's actually too busy to talk right now. And after that, I just blocked him on everything, and I made sure that he would never have access to me ever again. I had already outlined his resume months earlier, but I guess he was too lazy to even retrieve that from his email. To be honest, I think he's just a complete loser. His work history is full of inaccuracies, gaps and everything is truly underwhelming. What turned me off was his willingness to let someone else do the hard work for him. He literally had no drive in his life. Fast forward and I actually have an email from him after such a long time. He wishes me the best among other things and is currently begging me to tell him why I disappeared. Now, I hate lying and I don't think it's okay just to say I cut you off because you're a complete leech and I think you're a complete loser. Frankly, I ghosted him because I felt that even talking to him was truly to no avail. I honestly just want to close this door for good and move on with my life, but I'm honestly not sure how to do it and I don't know what to do. It really sounds like your ex-boyfriend is a complete leech. I mean, it really does sound like he just plays his ex-girlfriends for his own benefit and that's about it. Like he doesn't consider anybody else's feelings and he just wants people to basically run his life for him, which really is not fair for you or anybody else he's ever dated. That's honestly super toxic and you can do so much better than that. I think you also need to realize that you really don't need to explain yourself to this guy. Like he does not deserve any kind of explanation in the slightest. If he's not self-aware enough to see exactly how toxic he's been and how he basically takes advantage of people left and right, then he really is the one with the problem and he should figure that out for himself. Because I bet you you're the first person to ever put your foot down and say, nope, I'm not talking to you anymore. And it probably completely blew his mind that you brushed him off and ghosted him. So whatever you decide to do, just know that you have it right. This guy is a complete loser and you 100% don't owe him a single thing. My boyfriend threw a temper tantrum after I asked him very kindly to please trim his beard as it bothered me when it touched my cheek. And now because I said that, he's acting incredibly childish and I honestly don't know what to do. So my boyfriend does not really give lots of attention to his appearance. So he really doesn't do much about clothing or about the way he appears. The other day, I asked him sweetly by text message, stating, hey, if you wanted to, could you trim your facial hair the next time we meet? Because it hurts my face when we're close to each other. I also continue telling him that I think you look better in my eyes with your facial hair trimmed as opposed to it just being grown out. When I sent him that, he only pressed the like button, which usually happens when he is mad. So the next time we meet up, he came without his facial hair trimmed, which was okay, but I felt something was wrong. And later, he started a discussion asking me if my attraction to him is influenced by by something so trivial as facial hair. I responded to this by saying, "No, I like that too, but I honestly find you much more attractive if you take care of your facial hair as well as your appearance in general instead of just leaving it unkept." And after he said that, he finally said, "It's okay if you ask me, but you shouldn't be telling me what you like because I already knew that." Now, as a side note, his facial hair is not fully developed. It has random patches as well as lone curly hairs at random places. The last time he trimmed it was when he went for a haircut at a barber five weeks ago. So the result was long hairs and patches. And it really was not pleasant to the eye. And it just did not look good. Nor did the feeling of it rubbing against my cheeks feel good at all either. He didn't seem satisfied with my answer. So he then said, This is like you're trying to micromanage my appearance. This is who I am. And I find it extensive and exhaustive to trim my facial hair more than once every two weeks. Now when he said this, I was taken aback. And I explained to him that it was okay not to do that. But I then asked, don't you care about how I feel about your looks? It's not like I was asking you to shave your hair every day with a razor. I'm just asking you to trim it back just a little bit. He then said, it shouldn't matter if you love me. If you want a guy that's regarding himself as a jewel and is taking care of his appearance all the time, that is not me. I find that kind of cringy. At that point, I ended the conversation because I found it absolutely exhaustive to fight over something so tragic. Trivial, But I can't shake the feelings that he really started this argument for something so benign and easy to do. The next day, he came home again untrimmed and asked me, So, were you expecting me to come in with my hair trimmed again? And at that point, I just didn't even reply. It's too exhausting and it's starting to not be worth my time. And at this point, I don't know what to do. Your boyfriend's being a little overdramatic, don't you think? I mean, it's just facial hair. And he really is contradicting himself left and right. He said that he doesn't really care about his appearance and highly Implied that he won't be taking care of his appearance anytime soon. And his excuse to not want to shave every two weeks is really, really lazy, in my opinion. Like, that literally would just take five minutes, if anything, to take care of. So he's being really ridiculous. I think this might be a case where this guy just doesn't like people telling him what to do, so he will go against the grain just to try and prove some kind of weird point. And in my opinion, that's just like super toxic. There's no need for that. It's just really weird. And if anything, that in and of itself is incredibly cringy. And to top it all off he doesn't even have a good beard the original poster described it as having patches and basically having something akin to like some kind of neck beard and if that's the case I can completely understand where this lady's coming from where she's asking him to try and trim it down because it feels weird against her face and she simply doesn't like it I really don't think this was that big of a deal but the boyfriend in this situation escalated this into something that was absolutely crazy so hopefully you can work out this situation because your boyfriend's being an absolute moron right now and it really would just take about 5 minutes for him to trim down his beard and have some semblance of a clean appearance. My family is giving me an ultimatum forcing me to choose between my boyfriend or them. And at this point I don't know what to do. So I have been dating my boyfriend by the name of Charlie for just over a year. Charlie is not his real name. My mother and I were talking about Christmas and what our plans were going to be. I had invited Charlie to Christmas last week and I relayed this to my mother. Christmas is going to be hosted at my mother's sister's house. I was then informed by my mother that Charlie is not welcome in my aunt's house for Christmas. For some backstory, there was an incident that happened in the summer which my mother and aunt found out about and ever since then, my relationship with both of them has changed for the worst. Basically, the way Charlie treats me and our romantic relationship was to both of them incredibly disgusting and they jumped to some awful conclusions that definitely were not true in the slightest and things have been extremely rocky ever since then. It was something private that honestly is really nobody's business, but they definitely made it their business. I attempted to defuse the situation at the time, but my mother was having none of it and has been threatening to tell my father all about our love life. My mother and aunt really do believe that Charlie is treating me terribly, which is so far from the case, it's not even funny. My aunt then went home and told her husband, my uncle, about what she saw, and now as a result, he also hates Charlie. Now, Charlie and his family already suspect that my family does not like him. Charlie's mother is constantly making comments about his lack of coming over to my house to build a relationship with my family. Comments about me hanging out with one of my brothers and sister-in-law and not extending the invitation to Charlie in the slightest. To be honest, Charlie's mother sticks her nose in our relationship and it is quite exhausting. But this is a completely different issue. My mother told me in September that no one in my immediate family family likes Charlie and it's not for the initial private reason that we discussed and I'm just feeling very hurt and upset about the whole situation. My mother proceeded to gaslight and manipulate me by telling me that this may be one of my father's last Christmases. He has had three mini strokes in the past year and has issues with his balance, memory, speech and it all really is starting to go downhill for him. She then says that none of my brothers will ever treat Charlie as a friend or a family member and that Charlie is is just another boyfriend and he's not my fiance or my husband. She also threw in that next year when I have my own plans, I can do whatever I want. I can come to family get-togethers, I can come and go as I please and I can even go no communications with everyone that I want. She basically laid out every option to me and I was honestly just shocked and I didn't say a single thing to that. I have been trying really hard over the last six months to mend this relationship, to try and fix things and be more present at home. I was spending a lot of time with my boyfriend at his house, as well as with his family. And ever since then, I have scaled back dramatically. And for this to be dropped on me all of a sudden is just a major blow. The conversation ended with my mother actually giving me an ultimatum. She said I can either have Christmas at my aunt's house without Charlie, or I can have Christmas with Charlie and his family. So now I'm at a point where I don't know how I'm going to be able to show my face at my aunt's house after this. So do I now go to Christmas at my aunt's house without Charlie? Or is there another route that I should go? I just do not know what to do because either way, I disappoint someone very important to me and I will be the one ending up very heartbroken and very hurt. And at this point, I don't know what to do. Your mom is being incredibly toxic. For starters, the fact that they're putting their nose in your business is absolutely disgusting in my opinion. I spared some details in the beginning of this story about their romantic relationship, but needless to say, the things that they were getting upset about really is nobody else's business but the original poster and Charlie. And I'll just leave it at that. But when it comes to your mom actually giving you an ultimatum of any kind, this is like Narcissist 101. Anytime there's some kind of ultimatum that pops up in conversation, that in my opinion is a massive red flag. And that should be a very clear indication that what's happening currently is not right. So hopefully this can all work out for you because it really does seem unfair for you to have to choose between your boyfriend or your family. And hopefully there's some kind of future where Charlie is welcome back into the family and there won't be so much tension in your lives. My partner's mother is unbelievably toxic and truly will be the reason why I choose not to marry him because of the way she treats me. And I'm at a loss and I really don't know what to do because my boyfriend refuses to address these issues with her and draw some kind of boundaries to prevent her from treating me like garbage all the time. Here's what happened. So I have been in a relationship with John for the last decade. John is not his real name. Do circumstances surrounding my family, I've lived with him, first with housemates, and now on our own for the last nine years. We have had our issues over the years, but we've worked hard to get through them. We are now in a better and more stable and secure place than we have ever been. And right now, we're talking about marriage and children far more seriously than we ever have in the past. Now, the only issue in all of this is his mother and his immediate family unit. His extended family are amazing people. And tellingly, none of them have anything to do with John's immediate family. They are such a point of contention that even at the age of 20, I told John I didn't want to ever marry him for no other reason other than his mother. We'll call her Anna. That's not her real name. Anna essentially took one look at me 10 years ago and decided I was not good enough for her son. But she took it to such extremes. For example, the first time I ever visited her, under a year into our relationship, she he felt it was appropriate to passive aggressively comment about me choosing not to wear makeup to dinner in the torrential rain that we were experiencing that day. At this said meal she and her friends openly trashed on the fact that John paid for me and that we didn't split the bill right then and there. After that visit she relayed to John that she didn't approve of me because apparently to her she decided that I didn't shower enough and she determined that because I didn't wash my hair every day that meant I wasn't showering at all. All. A year or so later, Anna and her husband Bill and their two sons came to help us move along with my parents. My mom caught Anna complaining to Bill about how lazy I was and the fact that I wasn't helping by carrying boxes up and downstairs, but instead I was just unpacking. My mom reminded Anna that I have a fairly well-hidden physical disability that affects my coordination and movement, so that wasn't easy or safe for me like it was for everybody else. Anna just just went silent and didn't even bother to apologize for saying that stuff about me. And these are just a few examples that really illustrate her character. There have been many more comments made about me, and probably even more than I've even been told about. And ever since then, I have only seen her twice. It's made easier by the fact that she doesn't care to visit her son and expects him to go to her. And of course, I am never invited to any of these plans, and I am completely fine with that. Recently, John has been rather odd. obviously hinting that he's going to be proposing soon. I want to marry him. I really do. But the big issue for me is that he never argues against anything his mother says. And that's whether it's concerning me or not. He just brushes off whatever she says and claims that this is just the way she is. And there is no point in starting an argument over it because she's never going to change anyways. I've been telling him for years that I need him to understand that either he has my back and he puts her in her place or our marriage will not include her family and neither will the lives of our future kids. And that is a hill I am honestly willing to stay on in this relationship. However, every time I have brought this up in the past, he will entertain this topic for about 5 minutes and then he just shuts it off and stops engaging in the conversation. So I guess my actual question through all of this is just that. How do I communicate that this is a very serious boundary for me and that if he wants to marry me, then this is something we absolutely have to address. So let me get this straight. After 10 years, he is still unwilling to stand up to his mother and tell her basically to get lost and mind her own business when it comes to you and your relationship with him. I mean, that is a big, big red flag in my opinion. He needs to stand on his own two feet and tell these people to basically get lost. And this has been going on for over a decade. I mean, just imagine how badly this mom's going to treat you when you finally do get married and have some kind of kids in your life. She's going to demand that you come over with the kid and she's probably going to treat them like garbage as well. There really is no fixing the situation with your mom, aside from your husband getting involved and setting a very clear line in the sand and basically telling her, hey, this is my wife. You're not going to talk to her like that and you're not going to make these kind of nasty remarks ever again. Otherwise, you are out of my life. I don't think that's an unreasonable thing. If he really loves you, he will recognize that the way his mom is acting is incredibly toxic and completely inappropriate moving forward. So hopefully he understands where you're coming from because otherwise this is going to be a rough marriage if you do decide to go through with it his mom is toxic and she really does not deserve any part of either of your lives thanks for watching when you subscribe make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video to finish listening to all the stories use the playlist at the top of the description and if you like am i the jerk you're probably going to love am i the genius check it out in the description below and subscribe